0: the future of radio the of radio of radio is here unemploymentradio.com
1: oh you're going into a battle
0: i don't am i don't I? think you
1: yeah i don't think you realize what it is it's it's the fun kind of thing though i mean there's there's going to be winners and there's going to be losers and though people will try to say that it's all for just a good time and that you know we're all doing this just to get okay. in the holiday spirit but yeah. ultimately Everybody wants to be the winner. And there's going to be one winner. You just don't know what it is you're trying to win yet. I know it sounds complicated. I didn't
0: even think about that. Well, but, I didn't know. But what do you mean there's a winner? I thought that oh, I was Oh, there's bringing... a
1: winner. Okay. Somebody wins. Somebody wins Christmas. And okay. I'll explain how you do that. Like, I've I've got a whole strategy for these kinds of things. I've been to a lot of them. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen to it It's so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. have got a few things of business just to get out of the way really quick. One, for this holiday season, I know a lot of people are going to be going on trips they fly and they drive and they take boats places and you know tra- is that trains and sleds and, and all kinds of things, all kinds of sleighs or whatever. Uh, all of that's going on. But while you're doing that, one of the great ways to relax and make your travels go a little bit easier is a listen to Fun Employment Radio. But B also go to our website, FunEmploymentRadio.com. Click on the Audible link. Pick yourself up a free audiobook for this holiday season. All you got to do is sign up for the free trial. You get a free audiobook. Wow! And there's a Christmas present from Fun Employment Radio and Audible. I have 21
0: Audible, but... minutes left in the Disaster Artist.
1: Well, you're going to need to get another. one. I then.
0: know I am. That's why I'm, I'm finishing it today, so that so therefore I'm ready tomorrow for my drive. So yes. I'm going to pick out a new one. Absolutely. I don't quite know what exactly it's going to be yet, but you know what I know is that I have a lot to choose from when I go to FunEmploymentRadio.com and click on that Audible link.
1: That's a perfect way to do it, Sarah. Mm-hmm. What a lovely, lovely unprompted response that you just gave right Thank there. You. Off the cuff. All right, so so do that. Go to our website, click on the Audible link. Sarah is, like she just said, going to Bremerton tomorrow. So Which I
0: didn't realize since Christmas is falling on such a weird day.
1: Christmas is on a Monday this year.
0: So I'm going for like a for a long amount of time.
1: Yeah, you're going to be up there forever.
0: I didn't realize how long I was going to be. I think this is probably going to be the longest I've been in Bremerton since college. Are you
1: a little worried you're going to go back to like Bremelow ways? Maybe. Like like Because usually too much I ma- only my picture to see- like Bremelo's like too much makeup.
0: No, no. Overdoing the makeup. Not, no, it's either too much or not enough. There's no like in between. <laughs> hey,
1: <There's> no, excuse <laughs> me, ma'am. You could use a little more makeup. <laughs>
0: no, but I'm excited because with my Bremolo friends, like there're gonna be a lot of people up for Christmas, and usually we only get to hang out like one night. because I'm usually only there like a couple nights. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be there for like six nights. Are
1: you a little worried though? That's gonna be too long, and then nah. you're gonna be like, oh, okay, no. My parents this is too much. Okay,
0: my parents finally got Wi-Fi. Yeah. Like, they finally did. Like, Uh they just did, like, two months ago, like, right before Thanksgiving. So, um, no, because I can get... Born here. (laughs) Born here. Oh, God. I'm definitely going back to that bar, by the way. Oh, my gosh. The Drift Inn? Oh, yes. Um, Yeah, but I I haven't spent that long a time there. And I get to, like, hang... Because usually when I go and visit, I only get to see my friends, like, once. Uh And it's only for, like, four hours, and then that's it. But I'm going to get to see my friends, like... Multiple times this time around.
1: Uh, okay, here's the deal. I already girl.
0: have like two nights out planned with two different groups of friends, which okay. is
1: weird. Hey, Yeah, that that sounds dangerous for you. But also, so here's the other thing. Like, I think you're going to be, you might surprise yourself if it's been that long since you've spent that much time in Bremerton. Like, it's one thing going for just a night or a two nights and you see your yeah, people. Usually
0: I go for like, okay, but, I'll, I'll leave like a um, Friday morning. I'll stay like Friday night, Saturday night, come back Sunday.
1: Here's the thing. So you're going to be seeing all these people you haven't seen, but you're seeing them multiple nights in a row. You're going to run out of stuff to talk about. You're going to run out of casual conversation no. things. No, because you're going to talk about all about what you're doing in Portland, what they're doing. That'll take up a night, maybe two nights. You can find other things to talk about. And then you'll gossip about other people that you used to know. And then you're going to run out of things to talk about. I
0: will tell you that um, like a lot of my friends uh, that are in town from, uh, that are originally from Bremerton are going through divorces. I'm at that age now. Oh, Yeah. I'm at the, I'm 37, and most of, um, like, there are some, no, there are a couple that are that are married, but for the most part, some of my friends that I'm going to see this, this next time are currently going through messy divorces.
1: So they're going to be going out, getting drunk, they're all going through divorces, so they're all going to hook up with each other.
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that. I'm just that.
1: saying... That's and then they're gonna yell and then they'll get they'll get upset.
0: I usually end up being the therapist a lot. By the lot. way,
1: I've been through the divorce. So I mean Yeah. That's so what no, I, you know what you're talking yeah, Edward's about. saying 37 should be a second divorce, and that's kind of true. I think you get your first divorce much before that. But a
0: lot of people that I went to school with in Browardton like got married right out of high school.
1: Yeah, most of those people should have already gone through it at this point.
0: hmm No, you know? but and I apologies think they...
1: to anybody going through one. It's horrible. I'm just saying that because uh, I've gone through it. It does, it sucks. But yeah. On the uh, outward side of it. Okay, so you've got all your friends here who are going through their, their divorces. Yeah, I'm thinking— It's like
0: equal parts marriage, equal parts divorce. Uh, my friend um, Tanea that I'm going to be hanging out with, she's like she's never been married either. She's okay. like me.
1: Okay. So, so a couple true true blue Bremelos.
0: Yeah. I mean, t- I never worry about Tanea. Tanea's been one of my best friends since I was 16. Like, we never yeah. run out of stuff to talk. We can well, talk yeah, about that's different. Any- though, yeah, I'm, I'm talking
1: about more the casual that you see like once every few years. Yeah, You know. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, because there are some like happening. there are some uh, emotions running high right now. Mm-hmm. I, I know this for a fact. Okay. And so I think when we mix this with alcohol, yeah. it might be a little bit of a
1: alcohol, holidays, heartbreak, and going to bars and on top anger of it.
0: and like being surrounded by other Bremelos who probably like I'm not saying that my people are uncouth, but Bremelos, are they can be kinda loud and obnoxious and um, mm-hmm. like like fight starty.
1: Yeah, I and can so see I'm that. thinking.
0: So I'm thinking, like someone Without yelling. Well, I'm going to be with. What are somebody. you looking at?
1: I imagine, like, what are you looking at? Settle no, lot? No, but it's
0: not them. I think I don't. It's not going to be my friends. It's going to mm-hmm. be somebody else who's going to be like rude to somebody, like like shoving to me or like do something. What are you looking at? Yeah, who's going to do something rude? Mm-hmm. Like, that the other person I'm talking to isn't looking for, and there's gonna be like, hey, back the fuck up, man. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? And then I could I can already you see it. What are you
1: looking at? You think you're better than me?
0: I can already see it. Plus, my favorite bar is closed, so I'm going to all like these new Bremerton bars that I'm not really familiar with the layout. Like, mm-hmm. when I was going to the Old Town pub, I knew where, like, what I was getting when I was there. Mhm. These places I'm I'm very unfamiliar with.
1: Okay. Well, it sounds very stressful.
0: I'm thank you, Greg. Yes, I'm thank sorry you. for what you're going through mm-hmm. with your holiday
1: season. Well, we are uh one other thing? We were going right, to be we'll doing a show. Oh, we have to play the
0: Butterman.
1: That's true. The, yeah, number one hit. Uh yeah. Butterman, song of the summer, song of the winter. Song of 2018, really, I think is what it's going to be. Okay. All right. So, uh, with our episodes, though, we were going to be doing a show tomorrow morning. There's a slim chance that could happen. I have some vehicle issues, which are going to limit my ability to travel around town and have to be multiple places at once. And uh, it's it's possible we may not have the special show tomorrow morning. So I apologize. It was a there's nothing like surprise car trouble that you That's have almost to get
0: thousand
1: fixed. dollars. It's a lot of money.
0: It's a lot of money.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that may. Uh, that that may that may limit a little bit of what I have to what I'm able to do tomorrow. Yeah, so, I'm it's, sorry. It's so We're really
0: trying because like I need to get out early in order to get up to Bremerton, yeah. particularly it's, with all the stuff and like. But it's, it just not is it is. it's not know, your fault. I know. I'm it's,
1: sorry. It's it's on me. Yeah. Um, but it's not, not on not much you. I can do it's about on it. your car. Well, anyway. So if for live subscribers, you may get a special episode tomorrow morning. Um, it's possible not. I just can't guarantee it right yet. Uh, and let's talk though. Oh, I'll talk about where I'm going here later on. Let's talk about what you're doing. Today, though, Today, Sarah. And I yes. cannot believe this is your first time. I'm pretty
0: sure it is. Like, I don't that remember.
1: That is mind-boggling to me because I've been to so many of these things yeah. over the years. I've had different friends that were really into it. Like, for one, for like a stretch of like six years, it was every, every Christmas, mm-hmm. this uh, one friend group did it. And so, and let alone like work once. I know all about this stuff. So you should explain what it is, what it is that you're doing.
0: I am, uh, so as you know, Greg and I, our main job is Fun Employment Radio. We love Mm -hmm. doing this five days a week for the most part, except for when we're going on vacation or spending too long periods of time in Bremerton. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also do some side gigs. Of course, I I do my dog painting, which I'm getting back into, which, by the way, if you've uh, written to me, I'm going to be emailing you after the holidays. It's just been super busy. Um, I am a bartender, Mm -hmm. hopefully. And then I am also a cater waiter. So uh, what I do is I work for a company that does, uh, like, banquets. So basically, like, um, fancy corporations and companies will hire us for, like, uh, Christmas parties or birthday parties or weddings, whatever. Uh, Lots of Christmas parties this year. Um, I haven't really actually worked there very much, but I do like the people that I work with. It's been a few months. Like, I I worked last weekend for a Christmas party, which was exactly how I thought it would be. And um, so I like the people I work with. And we were talking when I was working last weekend, and they're like, hey, we don't have – any holiday thing that we're doing, maybe we should all like, as us you know, as our core staff of people, get together and do some sort of Christmas event. Mm-hmm. So um, there's some like employee dinner that's or lunch that's happening right now. I'm like, I don't want to go to the employee lunch. Like that's just super awkward because it's everybody.
1: Okay, as, let me ask you this: for the employee lunch, is there booze in the employee lunch? I or, don't know. Or is it just like a quiet, like sit down and eat and talk to each other? About I don't know because the only
0: Christmas party I went to with this company was a couple of years ago where um, they rented out, like, this ballroom downtown, which was really fun, and it was for the company, and there was booze there. And then uh, but I ended up ditching it with a couple of my friends and going to a gay bar down the street. So <laughs> I didn't really <laughs> – I mean, it's a lot of, like, fancy people that work there. Like, mm-hmm. lots of girls, you know, they're, you know, like, the, like very, like, well-to-do, waddling around in heels, just, like, nice people, but I just don't – they're not my people. Okay. I just don't really know how to sure. communicate with them. That's fine. But my people are my people that I work with in, in banqueting. And so there's some, uh, like, all-employee lunch that's happening today. I'm like, oh, sorry, man. I have my, you know, I'm doing my show during that time, so I can't do it. But um, I was talking to my coworkers, my immediate ones, and they're like, well, do you guys just want to meet up afterward and we can just do our own thing and have, like, our own, like, meet up and have a beer and, um, you know, and just celebrate Christmas time? I'm like, "Uh, totally, want to. So then it was my friend David's idea that we are going to make it, a white elephant party.
1: Okay, so this is the part that we're getting to. That is the first time that you've done this. So the white elephant party, and and you've never gone to a white elephant. Bar. I don't
0: believe that I have. Do you
1: know what the rules are or how it works? No. I think oh it, I just God. I
0: know that they gave me a price limit and I was supposed to just buy something that was ten dollars or or less. Oh boy,
1: I have so many things to teach you about this. I, I am a very so experienced white elephant really? person. and okay. Let's start off with the base level. Do you know how it works?
0: Um, I was told that I had to bring a gift that was ten dollars or under, mm-hmm. and then, wrapped. Yeah, I mean, yep. I put it in a bag. Right, it's, it's that's there. Good is that okay?
1: Yes, that's fine. So here's how it's going to work. So there'll be a group of you. How many? How many of you are there?
0: Um, seven, eight. Okay, there's probably
1: eight. Okay, that's enough to I still have a winner. Okay, so there's seven or eight of you. You're probably usually the way that it does is somebody will make little strips of paper, one through eight, and you pull it out of the hat. Whoever's first gets to go first. And they will um, trade a gift with somebody. So they have their gift that they brought.
0: Wait, so you have to hang on to the gift? You don't just oh, say them no no, them No,
1: out? no, 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 wait a minute. No, now I remember. No, you put all the gifts in the middle. Sorry, I have to go through. I thought
0: you were the king. No, Greg? no, no,
1: let me, let, me, let me do it. So you, what you'll do is you'll place all eight gifts in the center. Then you draw the numbers. Number one gets to go pick whatever gift they want. So they'll grab a gift... And they'll open it up and they'll be like, okay, sweet, whatever. You know, this is their gift. Then number two goes. So when you give number two, you can either steal number one's gift what, and take it from them. And then they go get, a, get one, another one out of the pile. Or you can take a brand new one out of the pile. So it goes like this. And when, you, when it comes around to your turn, usually you go through at least two to three times. So you can steal from other people. When it comes back around to your turn, if you, like, say you get stuck with a shitty gift, you want the cool gift. Then you steal from. Wait, who do I?
0: How do I steal from them? Because it's it's your turn,
1: you just take it from them. It's it's yours now. That sounds like that gets
0: really awkward.
1: Yes, and that's why there's winners and losers. Oh, this sounds like my
0: nightmare.
1: Okay, so this is how this is the key thing though, because when you have seven or eight people, even though there's a ten dollar limit, there's gonna be somebody that spent more than that. That is
0: not fair because I did not spend more than ten dollars. Not
1: your problem. You're not are you but going to get What if I get something
0: gift? super cool and then someone steals it from me? I'm going to be mad at them.
1: This is how I'm trying to this is how I'm trying to explain to you how to win Christmas. So, you don't want your gift. Who cares about your gift? You, uh, you don't want to end terrible. up with it. should I say what I got? Uh sure, say on here if you I mean, want. I mean, I don't yeah. yeah, I mean I don't know yeah. how
0: I did. Yeah. Cuz I just got some random shit from the dollar tree. Mm-hmm. So I wrapped it so I got like a um like a coffee mug and some um, and some of those, like like that headband with the weird like Santa Claus bobbly heads on it. Okay. And uh, let's see, some like this decorative like puffy pen thing. Okay, yeah. And what else? Oh, and a cupcake candle and a horse poster or a horse calendar. That's, I a, a horse, that's a lot in one. That's I thought a, a horse calendar would be hilarious. Um, okay. So your
1: gift is probably going to get traded a lot. I'm gonna. am I'm gonna assume. <laughs> if you want me to be honest, it's wait. Probably, so it isn't good. Uh, <laughs> well, that's fine. You got a filler gift, so that's a filler gift, and that's that's good. So filler gifts are good to to have when you're going for something that you really want, when it's your turn. Because then you're not really giving up a whole lot. Oh,
0: God, what so, if I end up with my own crappy gift?
1: Well, that would, that would suck. I mean, I don't know. That's, I didn't
0: have much time. I was just trying to, like, I had, like, five minutes at the Dollar Tree. That
1: has happened to me before at one where I ended up with my own gift. Like, okay, oh so my I shouldn't God, feel bad if bad. I end
0: up with my own gift if oh, no, nobody wants it. No, you
1: should feel bad about it. But, I mean, there's nothing you can do about oh. it. I mean, it's not the end of the world. So the key is, though, what I'm saying is, though, there's going to be one person in there that bought too nice of a gift. For what it is. I think or you're it's
0: overestimating like, my coworkers. Nope,
1: I'm telling you, this is how it always works. Or they didn't buy it. They have something cool they brought from home that they were wanting to get rid of. But it's still like a really cool thing that they that they just don't want anymore. Like there's going to be one that's going to be really cool. I, I guarantee you. And whatever it is, there will be a number one gift. Somebody will have the best gift. So my
0: gift, gift isn't going to be number one? Uh,
1: uh, do you want me to be honest? You no. haven't
0: seen the cupcake candle. Uh, though. You're that right. I haven't. Cool. I'm not
1: saying it's a terrible one. I'm just saying it's not going to be number one.
0: But what about a horse calendar? Uh,
1: that's you, gotta,
0: you the, got would a. Would you lot. like it? Oh, I know. That's what got I got a want. lot in
1: yours. Um, that's not a number one gift. It's not going to be a winner. But it, again, that doesn't matter. Why do you care? You you want to end up number one. You want to win Christmas. You don't want to lose Christmas.
0: So aren't I always losing already losing Christmas with a bad gift? So
1: to win Christmas is this. Here's how you do it. You have to oh yeah, see, Mike says if there is a booze, that will be the number one gift. That's right. Booze usually is. That's a that's a good number one. Like some cool real like I won one year a uh uh not it's like not it's almost holographic like painting of the Last Supper, but it's so cheesy with like its own little frame around it. And it's one of those ones where you move it side and back and forth. Oh, those and, like, are awesome. They change uh they change seating. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So that was like a number one one year. There's going to be a number one. You want to win it, but there's strategy to this. And this is where you have to be prepared to play the mental games. Now, you don't want to talk about what the number one gift is. Somebody opens one up. So say somebody opens up, and it's, what's something badass that you would want?
0: Uh, that's, a, that's a weighted question. I don't know. I don't know because this is, if this is like magical weird things. Say it's
1: a $10 David Bowie doll. Ooh. Exactly. You can't let on like that, though. Okay. You have to play it cool because you want to end up with this. You want to win it. You're going to have to steal it, most likely. And you might have to to steal it twice. Although I don't know if you can steal the same gift twice. So so you're going to have to really use some strategy in this. I mean, do I have to ask the rules? Uh, Yeah, they'll clarify them. They'll clarify them. But sometimes I think you can only steal the same gift uh, twice. So (sighs) you don't want other people to know it's cool. Yeah, okay. if you can possibly downplay it, you're gonna need a decoy. A decoy item. So Oh, this is what it's like know. being this
0: is what it's like having a sister. This is exactly what I've done my entire life. When like there's two of something and I pretend to be disinterested in the thing that I really want. Because mm-hmm. I know if I show that I like it, then my sister's gonna mm-hmm. want that one.
1: Yeah, Courtney is saying last year their number one gift at their red elephant or white elephant thing was a red hand on a stick that flipped everyone off. So I mean that's that's a pretty cool that's winning. That's winning. Christmas if you get that. So say there's something like that. So the thing is, you have to downplay but not too much to where it's obvious. So like you said with your sister, like you got you got to play that game. You got to get everybody else on board with a decoy gift. So say there's another one that you don't really want. Like mine? Hype, <laughs> hype that shit. Uh sure, yours. Wait,
0: how do I hype it?
1: Hype it up. Be like, "Oh my gosh, that is so awesome." Like uh, just sliding comments like that get other people so that they're th- sitting there thinking like oh maybe that is awesome like what oh okay is that is that a cool gift I don't maybe that maybe that is like Sarah's saying it's pretty cool maybe I think it's cool and then it passes on so everybody thinks that decoy that gift is you, the coolest but
0: oh, don't you have to also like factor in the fact to see like if they respect me as like a human like don't you have to see like if, if they think that my opinion is worth something don't I have to weigh that as well
1: no I think it's more a guttural like. Like animal tendencies take over when you're doing this, it's it's much more of a crowd thing. Like you can you can influence the crowd. It's not going to be a personal opinion thing. Like people are going to get revved up. You know they're going to really be excited. Like Nipples is saying, I just love those gold plated truck nuts. Yeah, so if they're gold plated truck nuts or something like that, and you didn't want them, you know that would be something that you could do. So so let's practice. Like say it's a say it's a um, what could be a say it's a horse calendar.
0: Oh. So you want it. Do I want the horse calendar or do I not want
1: it? You don't want the horse calendar.
0: Oh. Oh. Okay.
1: Well, you're going to Well, uh, you bought that. You could own the horse calendar if you wanted. You could take it out of that. <laughs> the key is winning. Again, it's winning something that you didn't have before and you're taking it from someone Aren't else. Are not somebody
0: pretending to be interested in the horse calendar or yes. am I not? Yes. I am interested that in the horse calendar. That is going calendar. to be
1: your decoy gift. Your decoy gift is this. Get okay. everybody excited about that horse calendar. So, you know, does everyone all...
0: know who brought what?
1: Uh, only if they see you bring it in. If you can slide it in with nobody looking, then maybe you could get away with it. Okay. So, another good thing, and you didn't work there because you've got a giant bag that your gifts are in. I didn't know. You get know. it smaller, and then you can slide it in there, and then nobody knows who brought what. Oh, I
0: didn't but know. But it's too
1: late. Yours is pretty obvious. but yeah. It doesn't matter. Let's pretend they don't know. Like, you, let's pretend like. You I all can hide hand it under it my jacket thing. or something. Let's pretend you all put them in it when nobody's looking, so nobody knows who brought what. Okay. Horse calendar comes out. You don't want the horse calendar. You want the David Bowie doll. Okay. So what do you say about the horse calendar when you see it?
0: Oh, my God. That horse calendar is hilarious. That is, Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, I would love to hang that in my kitchen. That would be such a good conversation starter.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I could kind of see that. Okay, give more examples of what they can do with it.
0: Oh, my gosh. So, like, if you look at it, I mean. Like something
1: that they can relate to, like, oh, yeah, I could use that for that.
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's always nice to have. My, I mean there niece, are lots of my
1: niece would love that. My
0: niece would totally love that, and like you know I could probably regift it to like my aunt or something. She'd really like it. Plus, it's, it makes me uncomfortable to put all of my, you know, stuff in my phone calendar because technology is kind of weird. But okay, it's too so it's nice far. to oh, have a physical far. calendar oh, you, to write <laughs> down my appointments no, on.
1: No, you're going too practical, <sighs> mm, too far. But you were doing good there, like a little niece comments. Talking about how that was yeah, your niece's
0: comment. Stop like saying congratulating yourself for the things you're saying.
1: Well, I gave you a good one, so that's a good one. Uh, anyway, you got to use use things like that decoy, but like under the radar. You know what I'm saying? Like under the radar.
0: That's weird. Stop doing that. Yeah,
1: and then you get everybody talking about it, and then as they get interested in that, you start seeing people like stealing. Well, I want the horse calendar, and then boom, boom, they're stealing the horse calendar. Time so I your steal. So I'm
0: like a publicist for the horse calendar.
1: Yes, so. Then it comes to your turn, your turn to steal. Don't automatically go for the... Don't be like, okay, it's my turn. I want the David Bowie doll. Don't do that. Look around for a bit. And look at I the gift that you have. Shit. So say in your hand you have, like, a bowl. And you're like, oh, I don't know. I could really use this bowl. Because you can debate whether you want to steal or not. You can hold on to your gift. So look at your gift that you have and be like, oh, this is... I don't know. I don't know if I want to give this up. It's pretty cool. But, hmm. And then, like, look around. Look at a couple of other gifts. You know, obviously... You know, distract, distract away from the David Bowie doll. Like, oh, boy, well, that horse calendar, I was talking about that. That was pretty cool, but...
0: Wait, I'm supposed to say this uh, all? This is really awkward. Yeah,
1: make a big show of it. Make a big show of it that you're really having a hard time deciding what you want. And because you don't want people to... You don't want to throw them back onto the scent of the David Bowie doll. So, oh, boy, this bull is... I mean, I could really use this bull... Uh, I don't know. The horse calendar over there is pretty cool. We were talking about that. But I, Sharon seems like she really likes it. I don't know if I can do that to you. Um, huh. Let me think. What else? Well, you know what? I mean, I guess I don't cook that much. Um, I'll, uh, I'll David, uh... David, what's-his-name doll? And, okay, sure. Yeah, this is, this is kind of neat. Oh, I mean, I'll hold on no. to this. And then, see, so you've downplayed it. Nobody wants that thing. And then, the end... Is you end up with the David Bowie ball. and that's how you win Christmas.
0: No, but then somebody could steal it from me.
1: Yeah, downplay it. That's the risk. That's the risk of the game.
0: Can you know? I go to the bathroom and take the do- David Bowie ball doll no. with me, and then no. just like
1: that's way too obvious, and that's also gross. No, you can't do that. Oh. Uh-uh. No, you can't. You can't leave with it in the middle of the game because that's a dead giveaway. If it were me, I'd be like, oh, you now, really should I want show that? affection?
0: I'm... Should I show affection to it, like the thing that I get that I really want, so that people would feel bad to take it away from me, or should oh, that's I show a... disinterest?
1: The shame game is a different route. I mean, so shaming. I think I'd be
0: comfortable with that.
1: You probably would be comfortable with like, shaming. Like, oh my
0: gosh, I hope nobody takes this away from me because I really, really love it.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, shaming is is a whole different route to go. It's kind of a, like a, it's desperate, it's very desperate. But the ultimate game is you want to win Christmas, and that's the bottom line. So if you think that it'll really work, then, then that's okay. But the worst case is you shame people and they take it from you anyway. Then feelings are no, wrapped up
0: because you know what I'm thinking about my coworkers and they're all very nice. But we also like all it's like every like every person for themselves. Like if someone's gonna get cut early, we're all just like I want to do it. I want to uh-huh. do it. And like we're the first to turn on each other. That's true. So I need to take what so I know about game, the work relationship and shame, know it's yeah. not going to work.
1: Shame game also shows weakness. For some people, that could be a sign of weakness. For others, you know, they'll be like, "Okay, well, I feel bad for that person. I guess I'll leave them alone." But for people like me, that's a sign of weakness. I will take your gift. Yeah, I will definitely take. Your
0: okay, gift. yes, okay, I get it. Yeah. I'll take so gift. I don't
1: know who you're going to be dealing with. You got to know no, you. No,
0: I know. No, I know because we we all are like because we'll have like leftover wine at the end of the night and we'll mm. all just like go for it and nobody's like polite. Yeah. Uh, no one's like, oh, here. Why don't you take this one? This has the most in it. Yeah. Like everyone's kind of grabs it, the mine, and yeah. then takes it and shoves it in their bag. Like it's it's like oh, every yeah. person for themselves. This is going
1: to be a very competitive round of okay. white elephant. Very competitive. All right. Round so I need
0: Christmas. to go in like thinking that I just don't need anything.
1: Be the one playing them, but make them think they're playing you. Okay. So it's a real delicate balance, you know. Pick out your pick your target. And work your way to the target. Don't go straight towards it. Work your way to the target.
0: All right. Well, maybe there won't be anything that I want, and you're just stressing because you're actually kind of stressing me out right no, now. No, there will be something that you're you want. kind of stressing me I out. I
1: guarantee there will be something that you want.
0: Well, Dave, my, my boss, David, and I have like similar, you know, likes mm-hmm. and things. So yeah. he's probably going to bring something cool, like some movie that I like.
1: Well, I believe in you. I think that you can win Christmas. So I'm hoping that you do. Just be prepared, mentally strong. Be very strong. Okay. Okay. Play them. Don't let them play you. And you too can win Christmas.
0: Thanks for making me not look forward to this. I really appreciate it. Well,
1: I'm just trying to help you out. Or you get okay. a horse calendar. You know, worst case, worst case, you end back up with your gift.
0: Okay. And I don't mind my gift. It's I like, not that bad. I really like that Well, pen. no,
1: actually, I take that back. There is, There could be a worse, worse case than that, but...
0: Wait, Depends there could be the worse gifts are. than mine? Yeah.
1: Yeah, actually, oh, there definitely could. Are you
0: giving me a compliment?
1: Um, Well, I don't know, again, who the competitors are. So, yeah, there definitely could be. Yours will probably be middle-ish.
0: I can tell you that I swear. There'll be worse. I'm thinking about there'll all be my better. coworkers. There'll be people that have forgot. I, I know somebody in particular that's probably forgotten to get a gift, and it's just going to be like a half mm-hmm. bottle of whiskey or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: They're like, oh, shit, I have this in my pocket. That's what my white elephant gift yeah, is. Yeah,
1: there'll probably be a booze gift.
0: A Bo's gift. Mm-hmm.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, so th- anyway, there we go. Hopefully I've helped you out. And you helped everybody else up there who's you going haven't. through white elephant parties. you made it worse. On how to do that and how to win Christmas by Greg Nibbler. Um, should we do a little bit of World of Crazy? We can, we can. I should say, too, I'm heading out of town here over the next few days, too.
0: Oh, where are you going to? Uh,
1: I am going to Mama's Independence for Mama's part of it. Going to some other family for another part of it, so I'm going to kind of zipping all over the place, which is why I have to get the brakes done on my truck. Um, but yeah, so because I'm oh, doing a bunch of driving. Get to
0: hang out with a puppy.
1: That I do. Oh, my it's gonna God. It's going to be a little bit weird for Christmas. I don't think I talked about this on the show. My my dad's dog Clyde passed away a couple months ago, and you may have seen me post pictures of him in the with his Santa hat. I'll repost. Oh my I'm god! Gonna, I'm gonna have to. of him
0: standing on like the log or the rock or whatever with the Santa hat in his mouth. Yeah,
1: it's like the most majestic picture of a golden retriever you have ever seen. It's amazing.
0: Truly majestic. Yeah,
1: and Clyde was an awesome dog, and and just unexpectedly passed away. Uh, yeah, one of those surprise things. Like oh, there you go. Um,
0: a bad surprise.
1: Bad surprise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my dad decided he's like, you know what? I'm gonna get another puppy. He's just like, I'm just gonna go for it because i went got time for the right puppy now. Puppy, puppy. I went for puppy, puppy. So I'm gonna be hanging out with a little golden retriever puppy named Buddy over the weekend. Me and Buddy. Oh, gross. He's the grossest looking dog.
0: Oh, I bet grossest he's gross like grossly fluffy.
1: Grossly fluffy. He's disgusting. Looks like a little. Muppet that's come to life Like a little puppet thing I mean
0: I've seen pictures of him And he doesn't look real
1: Yeah he, d- he doesn't look real He looks like a, a toy And right? he is real And he goes chase And chases his little ball Like And he does a little growling noise Like Ear, Ear. He's like nine weeks old so That's what I'm doing
0: I'm playing with Buddy I get to play with my niece That's cool She's adorable too She can too. fetch balls I'm can sure throw she things could. And
1: she'll like bring them back Her. Or-
0: um, I've never tried that with her.
1: Yeah, Probably try it. Not
0: going to this. See, no. See. <laughs> her and I have a good rapport. I don't think that I she want trying to, try do the to bring you like years. I'm always afraid. I've told you though that I have my fear that like she's not she's not gonna like me. Like every time I see her, I'm just like, is this the time that she's not gonna like me? Oh, is this the day? Yeah, I get super nervous about it. The day she turns because her her loving me is so important to me that it's scary. Yeah. You know, because it's scary that she that she might take it away from me.
1: Yeah, she could. She's a kid; they could take that stuff away. Anytime. I know.
0: Like, she got mad at me, like, I can't remember, because I wouldn't let her, like, eat something that she wasn't supposed to, and she was like, rot, rot, no! And she was so mad at me, and oh, I'm like... Oh, she told you no? Yeah, and I was like, oh, no to you, because I'm like, I yeah. do not, I do not take... You
1: don't let a baby boss you around. ...children yelling at me
0: well. I was like, yeah. well, I don't You're think gonna so. You're not going to boss
1: me around, baby.
0: Yeah, I'm like, baby, there's only one grown-up here, and it's not you, baby.
1: Yeah, stop being a baby.
0: And I told my sister, and then I'm like, always said I just kind of got to. She's still gonna like me. And Heather's like, She's fine. You're (laughs) fine. Everything's fine. I'm like, Okay. That's it.
1: The next 18 years, you're not gonna speak because you took her toy away or whatever. Yeah,
0: because I told her, like, not to eat a rock. She's like, (laughs) (laughs) She was really pissed at me.
1: (laughs) That's the kind of thing that'll last a long time. Well,
0: it's because my parents have all these little knickknacks all over their house. And for Thanksgiving, my mom has, I counted them at one point, just the Okay, just the pumpkin decorations that my mom had, the pumpkin decorations, not the turkeys, not the uh, pilgrims or anything like that, the pumpkins that my mom had decorating the kitchen, the dining room, and the living room. There were 86.
1: Oh, my God. That's a lot of pumpkins.
0: 86 pumpkins. There were pumpkin, like, things on the walls. There were pumpkin candles and pumpkin, like, little wooden pumpkins and pumpkins hanging from the, um, like, the light fixtures. Like, pumpkins scattered on the fireplace. Pumpkins, pumpkins, pumpkins. Well, pumpkins.
1: yeah, but your mom's a knick-knack lady, and so are you.
0: I know, You're I love knick-knack it. You're a knick lady. No, I love my mom. Like, she holidays right. Like, I'm mm-hmm. so excited to see the Christmas house. It's just, it's like Christmas barfed on my on my parents' house. It's amazing. Um, but anyway, always like, loved all the pumpkins, but of course the ones that she loved were the ones that were, you know, like, little baby mouth-sized, <laughs> and she would try to put them in her mouth. And they're, like, wooden pumpkins, and so I had to keep, like, trying to get the pumpkins away from her, and she would just scream bloody murder because I wasn't about to let her choke on the wooden pumpkins. Uh,
1: what a mean aunt.
0: I know, and I told my mom, I'm like, why do you leave out? Like, get some, like, not baby-mouth-sized pumpkins <laughs> so we don't have to have these disagreements. Yep. So that was at least once a day. Another Christmas ruined. I know. So I'm hoping there aren't, like, other little, like, teeny, like, Santa heads or something that she's going to try to put in her mouth <laughs> and then... It gets all angry.
1: Yeah. All right. Be afraid of the baby. I am afraid of the baby.
0: <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Greg, are you a fan of Olive Garden?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, um, okay. Uh, well, I mean, sure. You know, on occasion, yeah, I'll. What
0: I'll about Olive their Garden. breadsticks? Yeah. I mean, they are delicious. I'll load up on delicious. the breadsticks. Yeah, you'll load up on them. I know. Well, yeah. uh, let me tell you, if you know anybody else who wants to load up on the breadsticks, you can get them what they really want for Christmas or whatever they celebrate. Yes, you can get a gift box full of breadsticks that you can purchase from Olive Garden. No. They have breadstick gift boxes. How much? Uh three ninety nine per half dozen. So okay. it's $4 for six of them, and you get the box with it.
1: No, because the thing is, that's a ripoff. Because the sticks is. they give away for free. Like the key is, you go if you go to all you Garden, go with
0: a big bag.
1: Yeah, and and on top of that, you don't eat hardly any of your actual meal. You save that for another meal. That is
0: exactly opposite of what you're supposed to do. We have talked about this. You eat your actual meal, pretend like you're eating the breadsticks, take the breadsticks, wrap them in napkins, stick them in your bag, say you've eaten your breadsticks, you need more, and then they give you more, and then you can take home like ten of them. Some
1: of us don't have purses. For some of us, our stomachs are our purse. And so what you do is you just keep shoving the breadsticks in, and you eat as many breadsticks as you possibly can, because then the joke's on them. You're eating them out of breadsticks, and you're getting double the meal.
0: All right. Well, if you have a breadstick lover in your life, um, you can get packaged Olive Garden breadsticks for three ninety nine for six of them. Mm. Just wanted to let you know.
1: No. Nope. try right. that three ninety nine towards an actual meal, and then you get the breadsticks for free.
0: That's not. You're not supposed to fill up on bread at a meal. Why would you reheat a properly cooked meal? because
1: you're getting double the meal for no, the same that's price. No, not
0: how that works. Oh it's my economical. god. All right, I'm just going to ignore you and keep going. A newly opened business in New York is aiming to bring popularity to an unusual sport that's popular in Canada. No, it's not curling. Although, man, I would love to try curling sometime. That would be my favorite.
1: I would also love to play curling. Like, is there a curling league in Portland? Let us know. I feel like we asked this years ago, but I am I am ready to play. I
0: would like to. I want to be the sweeper. Don't let her go. No, 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 no. I'm the stone thrower. No, I'm the stone thrower. You said the sweeper. No, I'm not the sweeper. You said the sweeper. I'm gonna take that out. That's not what I meant.
1: I want to be the stone thrower. I am not a a goddamn sweeper. I'm the
0: stone pusher. You're the sweeper. No, I am not a sweeper. You just said I'm the sweeper. You just yelled it. You know I think everybody heard you yell it. (sighs) Son of a
1: bitch. You tricked me. so no. I would be a much, much better stone thrower than you would.
0: Mm. I, oh, yeah,
1: I would. I, I guarantee. You. We can have a competition. You can't even say
0: it right. It's a stone releaser. It's a stone pusher. You're not throwing it.
1: Okay, we can you're have a competition. You're gently releasing it. We can have a competition to see. Oh,
0: my God. Winner gets it. Oh, you're so bad at that.
1: I would be so bad. All right, afraid.
0: anyway, the story is not about curling. This is about something else that's happen- that's popular in Canada. Axe throwing.
1: Oh, I'd be better at that, too.
0: Okay. Well, uh... I
1: hatchet throw. Is that the same thing? So there's a
0: company in Brooklyn, New York, called Kickaxe which is the name of a beer here, actually.
1: Uh, yeah. By, That's the Timbers beer, isn't it? Yeah. Who makes yeah. that? I'm blanking.
0: Well, uh, it allows aspiring lumberjacks of all ages to throw one and a half pound axes at targets and see if they can hit the middle. So uh, Kick Axe is the first in New York, and they're bringing axe throwing to another level. It helps everyone get off their aggression by chucking axes at a board. So, Oh, it's fun. I've never... You've yeah. never, thrown a,
1: never thrown an axe?
0: I think I did once.
1: Uh, and it
0: was okay. I just felt like I was going to kill somebody, and I didn't like it very buddy much.
1: buddy Riot has a set of throwing axes. All right. Oh, my God. Well, you have
0: fun. to be at least seven years old, but kids as young as seven can go to this kick-axe place in Brooklyn and throw axes at targets, mm. which I don't think I want to be around small, uncoordinated children who are throwing axes at no. things. No.
1: Also, why does it have to be in Brooklyn? Why can't it be somewhere Well, this is uh,
0: something that, um, it's about power and strength, also releasing stress.
1: Yeah. Oh, so if you'd so like to,
0: fun. so if you are around the Brooklyn area and you'd like to do this, axe-throwing packages are available for anyone over the age of seven, cost $28 per person for a 60-minute axe-throwing experience, or $35 for 75 minutes.
1: That's kind of a lot. Why don't you just, we can probably buy some axes for that much. No, I don't know.
0: I don't know. But if you want to look uh, to get out aggression in another way, and you're across the pond. In London. A London rage room. Do you remember rage rooms? We've talked about these before.
1: Uh, that's where you go and you get to break stuff.
0: And you get to break stuff. Yeah. Well, a London rage room is now Christmas-themed. And it's offering people the chance to bash away all of the symbols of the season. Yes, for the equivalent of about $24, visitors who get to borrow a red jumpsuit, a la Santa Claus, and a hard hat, get to grab a baseball bat and wreak, uh, and wreak havoc by smashing trees and ornaments for three minutes. In what's called Rudolph's Rage Room. Oh my god, that
1: does sound amazing. Yes, that sounds awesome. The
0: room features a range of Christmas-related paraphernalia, including trees, baubles, dancing Santas, and much, much more. Plus, you get to pick the Christmas soundtrack that's playing while you're smashing everything.
1: What would your rage song be?
0: Oh my gosh, Oi to the World, the Vandals. No,
1: don't you want a song that you hate to add further, further no Oi to the World is no, like a further, good like
0: like punk version.
1: No, you want to increase the rage.
0: No, that what's, would. What's
1: your least favorite Christmas song?
0: Oh God, um, oh, Christmas shoes, or no, there's that one. Oh, that one we were talking about it the other day. That depressing, sad sap Christmas lady, my Christmas. Crap, I can't remember what it is. I just liked it so much that I like blocked it yeah. from my.
1: Mine would be Christmas in the Northwest. It would be the oh, biggest rage Oh, that's just rude. That's
0: just rude. It's a
1: terrible song. The Northwest deserves better than that. song. No, that's rude. It deserves better.
0: No, right? Listen here.
1: Yeah, this is a fun song. That's not. No, no. You want to get out
0: rage? This would make me want to spaz out. Yeah,
1: this would be fun, but it doesn't yeah. increase the rage.
0: I like how I can't, like, have fun while I'm doing it. I said, it, you have to be angry.
1: Yeah, it's a rage room.
0: Yeah, you can still, like, ra- there are different ways of raging. Bring the rage up to another level. Like,
1: Christmas in the Northwest. Run! And smash. God, that
0: sounds fun. Anyway, so there is a rage room in London where you can smash things. Um, so they, uh, there's also a bar there. So after you spend your minutes smashing Santas I Have and, a few
1: beers and go smash some Santas. And listening to Christmas in it? the
0: Northwest. Uh, well, it's $24. That's for three it? minutes. For three minutes. Oh, for three
1: minutes, yeah. But that's... You can do a lot of damage in three minutes. You could do a
0: lot of damage in three minutes. I would do it. I know you would, Greg. Everybody knows do you it. would.
1: Once. I mean, that's expensive, but yeah, if you can smash whatever you want, Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, there are rage rooms all over the world, um, including like office themed ones, also kitchen themed ones. So try to find your rage room today. The Christmas themed one seems like it would be extra fun, though. Oh, man, that sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. So that's in London. <gasps> Did you know that there is such thing? Attention, Aaron Duran. Aaron Duran, this is for you. I was going to post it on your Facebook page, and then you have it set to where people can't post things on your page anymore. So. Actually, you should probably be happy I didn't post this on your page. <laughs>
1: Are you giving him the reason that you can't?
0: Yes, because there is a museum in Philadelphia called the Mutter Museum, which is going to be putting on a special display next month, which includes woven hair art.
1: Ew. Human
0: hair art oh. is going to be displayed at the, oh, maybe it's the muter. Oh. There's an umlaut on some of them and not other ones. The Muta Museum of the College of Physicians of Philadelphia is presenting this human hair display Uh -uh. called Woven Strands, the Art of Human Hair Work.
1: That's gross. Which
0: is an (laughs) exhibition dedicated to works made from woven hair, um, which started in the 19th century. So did you know that hair art was a popular way of mourning the dead? In the 19th what, you century, you cut their hair off, and then you cut their hair off, and then make things out of it.
1: That's creepy and weird. Yeah,
0: so there's lots of hair art that you could go see starting on January 18th at the Mutor Museum. So all of the works in the exhibit employ human hair as the textile, and four distinctive art. Uh, see, and four distinctive art and jewelry techniques. So there's palette work, something called gimp work. Gimp work. I don't know what hair gimp work is. I don't uh, want to know. Table work and dissolved human hair work. So hair art was most popular in the 18th and 19th centuries and was a way for an artist to express love or mourn the dead. So hair artisans would use hair from both living and deceased people to form flower bouquets, wreaths, braided jewelry chains, Uh -uh. weeping willows, and painted scenes.
1: I disagree. So if you are
0: anywhere in Philadelphia and would like to check this out, the museum will be hosting the exhibit starting, again, January 18th for six months. And occasionally we'll feature workshops showcasing how to make your own beautiful hair art.
1: No. And do not bring any of your hair art over around me.
0: Kind of want to make some hair art for you and give it to you for Christmas.
1: Gross. You're going to give me... This is homemade hair art. Here you go, Greg.
0: Here's your hair Do you remember when we gave Aaron made hair. That art. was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. He
1: has a much bigger reaction than I do, but <laughs> <laughs> that was funny.
0: All right, do I have time for two more stories or one more?
1: Yeah, you have time for two. Okay. Yeah, we can go a little long today.
0: All right, but then I got to get to my thing about two. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they're all waiting for me because they're going to be there. I have to go
1: drop my car off and spend a bajillion dollars, mm-hmm. so that's what I have to do.
0: All right, this is a story out of Hoboken, New Jersey about a gentleman named David Huggins. David Huggins My name is David Huggins. My name is David Huggins. David Huggins. David Huggins is 74 years old, and he is now coming clean, telling the world that he claims to have lost his virginity to a female alien when he was 17 (laughs) years old. There's a new documentary about him uh, that's coming out. I know the trailer's out. I don't know if the documentary itself is actually out right now. I'm trying to find the name of it. It was called, like, Love and And UFOs, or what was it? Love and alien broads. Love and bitches, right? Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. That was rude. Yeah, I'm just going to let you. Okay. Uh, So he says, so David Huggins goes on. He says, this is a woman I never told anybody about. He says in the trailer for a new documentary about his life. He says, when I was 17, I lost my virginity to a female extraterrestrial. And that's all I could say about that. Now, Huggins is dedicated oh my gosh, some to of the still to proving his are pretty. story. He paints pictures of the scenes he claims Ew. to remember on a daily basis. Now, Huggins, when he talks about his deflowering, he no. says, I was walking in the woods, and I seen a woman under a tree. And she gets up and starts coming toward me. I become very aroused sexually. I couldn't get my pants down fast enough. I fall back on the ground, and I'm lying there, and she's looking at me, and I finish, which was quite painful. It was very intense, and then I looked in her eyes, and I passed out. Virginity lost. He continued, why did these beings choose me? I was living a perfectly normal life until I started remembering things, just image upon image. It won't stop. I'm so scared. Oh, it's called Love and Saucers. (laughs) That's the name of the documentary. Yeah, so Huggins. Uh, so the director of Love and Saucers, uh, Brad Abrahams, says that he very much believes Huggins because of his matter-of-fact tone when he talks about the sweet, sweet alien love making. He says uh, you're completely disarmed by how down-to-earth and normal Huggins seems. He's from a small town, small town Georgia in the 1950s, and soft-spoken, doesn't exaggerate, just tells you things matter-of-fact, because you know people can't go crazy. After time. Because if you say something calmly and matter-of-factly...
1: I could calmly say things and make you believe them. Or make you believe that I believed them.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So if you'd like to watch Love and Saucers, I'm sure it'll be available for your viewing pleasure at some point in the not-so-distant future.
1: Love and Saucers.
0: Or if you were also divergenized by... An alien, which, if you want to see the pictures of what he, um, what his alien, uh, love hot goddess alien looks like, lady, yeah, he's totally not crazy. Love and saucers. And finally, have a start. I'm just bouncing all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of Paris, there's a new hot restaurant in Paris that's attracting lots of attention from people who like to be naked. Greg, would you eat in a restaurant naked?
1: absolutely not. Really? No. I would not food and nudity? No. You're not a food nude. Absolutely I would not. Well, 100%. No, to- I I feel weird enough I'm I'm much more of a never nude than anything else. I mean, I'm not a never nude.
0: I thought you you bragged before about going on that nude beach thing. Yes,
1: because so that was so outside of my normal mm-hmm. boundaries. I went on a nude beach in Croatia. Uh but Eating around other people? No, gross. Uh uh hundred percent not. Well, if I you're find that gross. in
0: Paris and you are interested in this, it's called Au Natural. It's a restaurant that caters to nudists who care more about fine food than fine clothing. The restaurant holds about forty. That doesn't diners make any sense. Proceed, uh, proceeding. What?
1: They're, they make that sound like it's a pain to put on clothes to go eat. Like, they care more about the food than they do about... Like, they're trying to shame you into being like, well, I'm a foodie. The That's why I don't shaming? need my clothes.
0: Oh, so they're like, I don't like, want anything taking away from my food experience because yes, I'm a foodie. because I'm
1: a foodie.
0: All right, well, the restaurant holds about 40 patrons, each of whom has like, to disrobe in an everything check room before sitting at their tables. Yeah, well, like an take inspection? Off well, to avoid looky-loos... The restaurant's on a residential street away from tourist hotspots. In addition, the curtains are kept closed. Closed in, there's an interior blackout curtain to ensure diner's privacy when the door opens. So far, nudists are enjoying the naked dining and the cuisine. Well, there are some rules when you go into au naturel. Oh. Including no phones or cameras in the dining area. Yes. And no exhibitionism or disrespectful sexual behavior. Oh, and also the waiters and the cooks must remain dressed at all times. I would I would hope so. I would hope so, too. Well, if you're interested in the cuisine, it features bistro classics, including foie gras, the lobster, snails, lamb, and scallops. Give me some more scallops, please. A three-course dinner costs around $58. Well, au naturel is the brainchild of twin brothers Mike and Stefan Sada, who inspired... I don't really understand.
1: What do you get out of that? Like, what's what do you really get? I don't know.
0: I don't know. Because they even say, like, nudity doesn't have to mean sexuality.
1: Yeah, okay, but it also doesn't mean I need to see it. Or do I want people seeing me, especially while you're eating? Eating isn't, like, an attractive thing to do. I mean, let's be honest. Well, you have a
0: weird relationship with eating. I
1: do. But it's not like I look at somebody and I'm like, oh, my God, just eat some more. I mean, I suppose for some people that is a thing.
0: Yeah, we've talked about them, like the feeders and the Yeah, but I think
1: for most people, it's not like... Nobody looks their best when they're chewing food. You know? It's not like it Says you. Okay, maybe you look your best when you're chewing food.
0: No, but I'm saying like, like you don't like maybe it's not your thing. I would say but the for things most that you people, like probably aren't necessarily what everybody likes. Okay,
1: true. There are exceptions to the rule, but generally speaking. People aren't, you know, you don't look your best when you're hunched over, like eating, scooping things into your mouth. Is that like a really attractive? Why unattractive... do you
0: eat like that? Well, if you're like hunched and scooping, yeah, because yeah. you eat
1: as fast as you can to get it out of the way. Yeah, because it's maybe a shameful not everybody
0: act. eats like you. Maybe it's nobody. A not act. everybody hunches. Shouldn't and scoops. eat Cheetos. So and don't ever eat naked if that's how you eat. If you hunch and scoop, <laughs>
1: yeah, and scoop as fast as you can. I just don't to want get to it hear it.
0: about your. Oh God.
1: Um. So okay. yeah, it's not an attractive thing.
0: If you're Greg, don't, I don't want watch people to Greg see me eat. Hunch and scoop people to see, see me eat All oh, right. Well, there you have Swing. it. Hunching and scooping the Greg Nibbler story. That's your world of crazy. <laughs> Ew. That's how I would see it anyway. Okay. That's enough of that. All right.
1: Should we do a little bit of ball talk, Sarah? Would we you like start... to do a little bit of ball talk?
0: I've uh, got some ball talk
1: to uh, talk about okay. for you today. Hey. Uh, we have had a few emails sent in with alternative ball talk music, and uh, please keep those coming. Thank you, everybody. Take a listen over the weekend, see if we can get some. I think I want something a little punchier than this. A little bit you a little want bit more rock. You want it more closer rock. to the old one. I want it closer to the old one, like some more yeah. rock. That's what I'm going for. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. Okay. First up in ball talk. We have this Damian Lillard in the news.
0: I know him. He's on the Blazers.
1: He is for a kerfuffle. He got into a... Look, I'm going to say what happened, how the news stories were, play- were saying it, that Damian Lillard gets into a fight with fan. But the actual video is far from that. They're, so they were in Minnesota. It was after the game. And they were walking out. Uh, Damian Lillard was walking out to the tour bus. You know, and sometimes fans are out there and you sign autographs or whatever. And there's a bunch of cell phone video of this where clearly somebody says something to him. And he walks over and he's like, "Who said that? Who said that? Right now!" And he looks around and then everybody, all, the whole all the fans are like, uh, "We didn't say it." And he's like, "That's what I thought." And turns around and walks off. That's and what he, I thought. Well, he looks like he looks angry, I guess. Um, turns out somebody used an anti-gay slur at him, and he was walking up to say, "Who just said that? No. Who just said that's it? That's not cool." Yeah, no, it's not. I mean,
0: cool. not cool for someone to say that. No,
1: part. and it's really when you watch the video, it's because whoever took one of the videos posted it immediately online and tagged. Um, Every, like every sports media outlet trying to get attention for it. Oh boy. It's it's really nothing, but it turned into this big old deal. Damian Lillard, yeah, a fight with fan. It's like, no, a fan was a dick, and he called him out on it. Anyway, there's that. Uh, moving on to ball talk. Evan Turner also of the Blazers in the news right now because of an incident that is happening here in Portland. This happened just before we started the show. Police are at Evan Turner's house here in Portland because. A dump truck crashed and fell into his swimming pool. Wow. The dump truck f- crashed and apparently rolled over an embankment into his swimming pool. Oh,
0: that sucks. It does
1: sound like everybody's okay. For is it I okay? Read. I was
0: going to say, is the dump truck yes, I, I, okay?
1: I, from everything I read, everybody's okay, but now his uh, pool is full of trash.
0: Well, that's what he gets for having a pool in Portland.
1: Yeah, yeah driver rescued. The driver was okay. Um, but, well, that's what you get for having a pool. <laughs>
0: Stupid Asshole. rich guy
1: <laughs> for earning money, uh, no, but that is that is what's going on. I just thought that was
0: kind of funny. that is. Funny.
1: He also has the money to pay for that. All right, moving on. About that. <laughs> uh, it's a potpourri of balls, just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, before we go on to the to the weekend. And I do have some predictions that I'm going to make here okay. in just a minute. Before we do that, uh, this story was cool. There's an NBA player by the name of Kyle O'Quinn, who is a six foot ten NBA player, who is now in New York. a host for bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. Now, he is not Jewish. He's an African-American man, 6'10", said that he, growing up, he didn't have any Jewish friends. He didn't know anybody Jewish. But his agent is Jewish. And he went to his agent's kid's bar mitzvah and said he had a blast, and he ended up kind of getting on the microphone and, like, hosting for these 13-year-olds, you know, and, and doing a little bit for them. He was such a hit that other parents wanted him to come to theirs and so they started hiring him through his agent to come and show up all over New York to to these different to bar mitzvahs, bar- yeah, awesome. to host them. And he's like, "I love this. This is awesome." And. uh he said, a lot of times I go and I stay longer than I'm supposed to because it's so much fun. Um, the food's always good. The only thing that gets a little overwhelming is the kids. Sometimes they don't listen to the structure of the party and it just gets loose. And then the, the parents just tell him to deal with it. So it's, he said it's actually a ton of fun and he loves doing it. And he, well, one of his what comments he paid was, for if
0: the kids are getting crazy. Like, you're the host. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, he said that's what the parents tell him. It's like, that's your problem. Yep. Um, but he said it's, said it's a lot of fun because he's learning about the culture and... Getting hired to do all this stuff, so oh, he's having cool. a great time. It's like his second job. That now.
0: would I would find that fascinating.
1: I would too. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of neat. All right, moving on to ball talk.
0: Do you want to go to the Super Bowl? No. I mean, yes.
1: I would. I would go to the Super Bowl.
0: No, it sounds like a nightmare. Well, it's jammed in there. You probably can't go to the bathroom. How hard would it to be to get to the bathroom? Uh... You'd never be able to get out to go to the bathroom. I'd be so nervous about the bathroom the entire time.
1: No, and then like beers would probably be like
0: thirty dollars.
1: Oh, they're probably at least thirty dollars. But what if you could get paid to go to the Super Bowl?
0: What would I have to do?
1: Be a security guard. So right now, the Super Bowl is going to be (laughs) in Minnesota. Super Bowl Fifty Two. And yeah, but this isn't like a normal NFL game. You have to pay a lot of money to get into one of these things. Yeah, it's probably not going to be a you lot of fighters. Probably feel like
0: super entitled.
1: You'll get a lot of entitled people. I don't think you're going to get a lot of like fighters, mm. like physical. I mean, you never know, I guess. But what's happening right now is Minnesota is looking for for security guards, and especially for the game itself. It's eighteen dollars an hour for a day shift, twenty four hours for a night shift. These are unarmed security guards. You do have to go through a background check, but they are hiring right now. Where is this in? Minnesota. That's okay. where the Super Bowl is going to be. So if you are in oh, Minnesota, good, you can go for some job. interviews. Yeah. 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 I mean, and you get to go to the Super Bowl. Mr. Jenky in the live chat dot employmentradio.com slash live says, and Sarah would have to go to the bathroom as soon as the game started.
0: Oh, yeah. Probably. It would make me super nervous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, moving on to ball tech. A couple things left. And we're going to make some predictions here for over the holidays for the College football bowl games. However, Clemson, it's going to be a shit show if they win. So the college football playoffs start on, let's see, January 1st on New Year's Day. And Clemson and Alabama play each other. And then I believe it's Oklahoma and uh, uh, who the hell? Georgia. So those two, those two games will go on and the winners will go on to the championship. If Clemson wins the championship, which they did last year, the city of Clemson, the Clemson City Council said they will. Suspend the open container law in the city if the Tigers make it to the national championship.
0: Okay. So
1: on January eighth, if Clemson is in there, Cle- the city of Clemson is going to be a shit show. They will suspend open container. Now, if you laws. had a
0: chance, would you rather go there or to a Buffalo Bills game?
1: Oh man, probably a Bills game. I don't know if I. I don't know if I could deal with Clemson people on a college football championship day. Yeah, because then they're winning something. Bills fans party just because. Just because I they're know. in Buffalo.
0: I know, because they just that's just what they do. That's just
1: what they do. So, yeah, I think I'd rather go to a Bills tailgate. Okay. All right, finally, ball talk. A couple predictions. I'll make three because it is the end of the year for my predictions. I'll have a couple more and less next week. But in the bowl games, here's what I've got, Sarah. Here is the bowl game that I'm going to predict. The Bahamas Bowl. Happening on Friday. University of alabama Birmingham versus Ohio. The winner. University of Alabama Birmingham, Sarah. Go ahead and make your bets now if you're going down to Vegas.
0: Wait, what what day is that?
1: That is on Friday, December twenty second. Scroll down on the list. Oh, I gave you. there you go. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, so that was the Bahamas bowl. Oh boy. That actually is in the Bahamas. Weird. I didn't know they had an actual bowl. That's a sweet one to get. If you're a college football player. Yeah,
0: getting to go to the Bahamas. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's pretty awesome. All right, uh, Sarah, why don't you go ahead and and, and hit me up
0: Oh, I'd like to for Saturday, December 23rd, I want you to do the Dollar General Bowl.
1: The Dollar General Bowl. Okay, who's playing in the Appalachian uh, State versus Toledo? Appalachian State had next X-World and go to Appalachian State. Wouldn't stop talking about it. So I'm going to go with Toledo. Toledo will win. <laughs> <laughs> the, that, the Dollar General Bowl. Is that the Bowl. one that
0: made you wear Nog Champa?
1: No. No. Okay. No, not that terrible. Okay. But I'm still going for Toledo. All right, and final one. If anybody in the live chat does want to pick one, you can uh, go with it. But I know I just threw it in there. So I'm just going to go ahead and pick one more. Sorry, to round it out, to round it out, we'll go with um, the, how about. God, these are boring bowl games. Yeah, they are. I should have looked at this beforehand, huh? It's called show prep. The Birmingham Bowl. Okay, this is actually some, no, no, it's not. Texas Tech versus South Florida. The South Florida Bulls and the Texas Tech Red Raiders. The winner, Sarah? Horns up, South Florida Bulls. Okay. Will win over the Texas Tech Red Raiders. There's your predictions, I'll leave it at that. This concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Oh, out ended kind of. Yeah, I did. You know, oh, it was nice. Kind of weird. Okay, well, I have to I have to get going because I have to I know, get ready. But we
1: have a birthday to do. Ooh. Because we need to discuss something really quick mm-hmm. before we round out today. And it is this, and it's a, a thing for a lot of people. I'm talking about Christmas birthdays.
0: Okay. So
1: what do you do for a Christmas birthday? And here's the exception for the birthday rules when it comes to a Christmas birthday. Donna Martin had a really
0: Christ- hard time with that in Beverly Hills 902. No, because she was born on Christmas Day and everyone tried to double up it. You know, Christmas present and her birthday present. It's really hard.
1: I'm sure our friend John knows that Mm -hmm. pain as well. So here's the deal.
0: If John was a real person, like Donna Martin.
1: Right. So uh, if your birthday happens to fall on Christmas Day, you are allowed an extra day to celebrate your birthday. Because nobody's going to celebrate your birthday on Christmas Day. Sorry you lose. It's Jesus' birthday. So here's the deal.
0: That's not nice of you to taunt everybody.
1: No, I, 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 I feel their pain. Monday. Is when you get to celebrate. The twenty sixth is the designated birthday day of celebration for those with Christmas birthdays, and that is when John gets to celebrate his
0: birthday. You know birthday. that Christmas is Monday, right?
1: Yeah. So the twenty sixth is what it is. I mean, it is what it is. I don't make up the rules. Tuesday, or Tuesday. Okay, fine. Whatever. Twenty <laughs> sixth is the day. Twenty sixth is the designated day. Okay. And that's when you get to celebrate it. That's how birthday rules work. I don't make them. I just recite them.
0: Happy,
1: happy birthday, John. John. Happy, birthday to, happy,
0: happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, damn right. Oh, oh, down right. Oh, oh, oh. Also, the other day, I forgot that we didn't give a um, happy birthday to her. One of our dearest friends, Summer. Hello, Summer. Hello, Hello Summer. Summer doesn't listen to this. Yes, yeah, she does. Sometimes. Oh, does she? Oh, yeah. Summer Summer!
1: Well, yeah, I what I just does. said.
0: Yeah. I mean, happy she's birthday, told me Summer. That she's listened to it before. Happy birthday, she Summer. was lying. This is super awkward. Oh, happy birthday, Summer. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday
1: to you.
0: Stop. Happy birthday
1: to you. Happy birthday, right. right.
0: Don't do it like that. Why? I'm doing it. It's I a new way. That I don't know. was trying like, it really a new way.
1: weird. All right. We need do need to wrap up for today. And I want to say thank you to everybody who tunes into Fun Employment Radio on our Facebook page, which is also Fun Employment Radio. We posted something up because we're looking for best of material. As we wrap up the year, the second year of January, We're we're going to be... Over the next couple of weeks, there'll be some time in, time off. Um, I'm going to be doing something the second week of January, so we'll be playing some some of our best ofs, which is actually a lot of fun to kind of revisit things over the year. Oh, yeah. And what we want to do is hear what you think are the best ofs for this year.
0: Or what you'd like to rehear again, if it's something that you, yeah.
1: Yeah, whatever it is, or, or say... Which I guess whatever you're, you think it's It's kind yes. of what I just said, but
0: yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Greg. <laughs> Um, How dare I try to contribute, Greg? The best of. Post it
1: on our Facebook page, if you don't mind. Go to our Facebook page, Fun Employment Radio, and just leave a comment there and say what segment, or maybe we had an interview this year or something like that that you were really, really into, and uh, let us know what it is so it could help us make that. And that helps our show, too, because it's kind of like a showcase of the show. The show uh, showcase. Show showcase, and we'd love to have your help on that because it's hard for us to see...
0: We can't gauge. We, sometimes we can't we're like, gauge, that was yeah. the best show ever, and the note like it's radio really yeah. no silence, and or, then sometimes we we're like, it's oh, the, that's God. the worst
1: thing. Should we even put this up? And then people love it, so, we get like a
0: billion emails. So, yeah. yeah. So
1: it's. Uh, so
0: you tell us, because clearly yeah. <laughs> our we, our judgment is off.
1: Our judgment is not good on that. So we need your help. Please go there and, and let us know. A uh, big thank you to Next Adventure, nextadventure.net. Great place to go do some holiday shopping. If you have some last-minute shopping to do, that is the spot to go, nextadventure.net. Also, just a side plug for our friends at Asylum on uh, 37th and Hawthorne. Oh, yes. Also, great place to go. I'm going to be stopping by there for some for some gifts. Um, and have a great holiday. So it's probably we're not going to have a show tomorrow. We're, gonna gonna guess, we're, we're gonna going to try. We're going
0: to try, but if we don't.
1: It just depends if I have my vehicle back. Mm-hmm. Because I have to get to three different places at once. And otherwise, oh, yeah. I can't even lift to do it. All right. But other than that,
0: I hope you thank have a you, wonderful everyone. holiday. And thank absolutely. you. Absolutely. Stay you safe. Know, this holiday, I'm grateful for all of you.
1: And uh, and yeah, absolutely. We'll be posting some things probably on Twitter, or Facebook, or something over oh, yeah. the weekend. We'll, we'll, I'll we'll, give you updates we'll be from Bremerton. Oh, God. Yeah. The all right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back at Next some point. week, yeah. <laughs> with more fun employment radio. <laughs>
0: Dot com. Bye. Bye.